When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and this is officially our first episode of the year 2020. I am so excited to be back. I'm so sorry for the break, but I've been adjusting to my life at college and just getting ready for my final semester here. But I am back and better than ever. I'm just so excited about this week and about this week's episode. We're going to be talking marketing. We're going to be talking all things business. And that is right up my alley with what I'm studying in college. So I'm going to be giving you guys a few little tips and tricks I've learned um, here in college for those classes I pay a lot of money for. Um, but this episode is going to be solely focused on the marketing side of your business and how you can optimize marketing in the cheapest way possible. So if you are interested in learning marketing 101 for your business, just keep on listening. So back in the olden days, marketing was taught in an aspect of physical branding. When it came to marketing, a lot of people looked towards print pieces like magazines and newspapers or the digital that was perceived tend to be television or, you know, movie advertising or billboard advertising. And that is huge marketing. We're not necessarily talking about huge marketing because for small businesses back then and today, it doesn't matter. Huge marketing is very costly and not as effective. But I will tell you the key to excellent marketing, the key to growing your business in the 2022 realm, um, in a world that we are going through a pandemic, in a world that social media is ever growing, is through digital marketing. So by definition, digital marketing is defined as the action of promoting a business's products or services to make them more noticeable to drive sales and customers through using digital media channels for promotion. So when you are thinking of digital marketing, a lot of things might come to mind. Social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and also other digital marketing aspects include mail subscriptions, email subscriptions, websites. So many things come to mind when it comes to digital marketing, and it's more affordable than ever. Back in the day when it came to marketing, marketing was trying to get the business presentation on top and trying to get customers in your brick and mortar business. Now you have the opportunity to take marketing to a new level for free. All of the digital marketing social media platforms that I mentioned earlier, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, all of those are free and everyone has the same equal opportunity to grow their business's platform just by marketing it well. So before we even get into that, I want to talk about how you're going to grow it. 
first, you have to come up with your brand identity. When creating content for social media, it is important that you should be thinking of the three things you can do to find your brand voice. So when you are looking for your brand voice, Number one, you need to figure out what type of content you want to put out there. If you are a clothing business, a vintage shop, a reselling business owner, your type of content should most likely be your products. You really want to push out your products. If you are selling a type of service or, you know, a tip guide on what you're doing as a reseller or that kind of thing, make sure the content that you put on your social media is informative. Have those you know, infographics set up for the business owners who are trying to sell a service or sell a subscription or sell a course, have infographics maybe instead of, you know, the products that you sell and stuff like that. So number one, you need to figure out what type of content you want to have on your social media. Number two, in finding your brand voice, the audience you want to target. You need to figure out who you are wanting to target. If you are selling clothes online, figure out your ideal demographic. Who dresses in the stuff that you are selling? If you are going to be selling a lot of vintage clothing, a lot of Y2K trendy clothing, you might want to market it towards people who are into that kind of stuff. Um, A lot of trends right now are being set by the younger generation. So market your social media content and your brand voice towards social media users, top social media users like Gen Z, millennials, um, and that kind of demographic. If you are selling those services or those courses, you are wanting to target people who are aspiring to be in that field that you are going to be teaching about. On TikTok, you see a lot of people who are trying to sell you courses for being a reseller or being an Amazon seller or whatever it is. Um, And just to clear things up, I am not doing that at all. I'm just using them as an example. But on TikTok, you see a lot of people trying to sell courses like that. Those people are marketing towards people who have aspirations of being what they are. So you maybe want to gear these courses towards people who are already working and wanting a change in things, go through hashtags to see people who are like you, look through video trends, video threads, whatever it is, and you can find your audience like that. But the most important thing you need to remember is you need to figure out who you are targeting in your post and curate those posts towards what they would like to see. You're not going to heavily edit and heavily saturate a photo that you want to come across as natural. If you're going towards the natural look and the natural audience, um, you are not going to want to have the same type of photo or promotion that you would for just anybody. You have to think about the things um, that you are selling, how you're selling them, where you're selling them, and who you're selling them to, and let that guide you on the type of content you are going towards. Another example is on Etsy. I see a lot of really cute Um, beach theme shops or a lot of really cute custom tea shops that sell a lot of beach things or smiley face things, that kind of aesthetic. Um, With that being said, those people are targeting people who are like them. Those people are targeting people who enjoy the beach, who enjoy good weather. So you're probably not going to post a lot of product photos 
with snow in the background. You have to think about even the little things. If you are selling to people who love to go to the beach, who live by the beach, you have like a little beach babe collection, you might not want to have a photo shoot in the snow with your beach collection. It could come out cool, but it also could completely throw off your audience. Just make sure you're marketing your content towards who you are selling and figure out that target audience. And number three, the last thing when you're trying to find your brand voice, you need to figure out the mode of content you're going to use. So with that being said, no matter how hard you try, some content will just not work on certain platforms. On Pinterest, it is a very picture and now with a new update video heavy platform. So text might not do as well. I don't even know if you can do text on Pinterest. Um, the same with Instagram. Instagram is very video and picture heavy. It likes to create an aesthetic. So having a, you know, notepad open and you just type sale 50% off on it might not do the best um, when you post that on Instagram. Have the aesthetic. You have to fit the aesthetic of that platform. Photo slideshows are probably not going to do well on TikTok unless they come with a cute little trend that everybody knows. But for the most part, people don't go on TikTok to see photos. They go on TikTok to see videos. So you need to just make sure that the content you are posting matches the content that the site supports and promotes. And that is just the key to having a successful digital marketing campaign. Make sure that these algorithms are going to be on your side. And by doing that, you need to agree with the algorithm. When you're on TikTok, post videos, come up with different ways you can make the most out of it. On Instagram and TikTok, I mean, Instagram and Pinterest, post videos and post those photos, those very aesthetically pleasing photos. On Twitter, if you want to use Twitter, tweets and using writing is very helpful. If you're a writer and you want to maybe illustrate different things to your customers, Twitter might be a really good resourceful platform for you to use. And I have seen a lot of businesses grow on Twitter. For example, I found this business on Twitter a couple days ago, and she basically got big because she just figured out how to use the algorithm in her favor. There, The business is called The Lash Pharmacy, and she just started by posting her products. She has a really unique product where she has these pink pill bottles. They look like pill bottles, um, and she puts lashes in them, and um, I know she has a nursing background. She got a degree in pharmacy, but she also had that drive to be a business owner, so she made it work for her, and she blew up exponentially on Twitter, has accumulated over 15,000 followers on her Twitter, and she generated sales to her website. She has so many people ordering from her every day. She even talked about how now Shein is trying to knock off her business because her business plan was so good. Using Twitter Twitter can help you a lot. I know a lot of times when you see a viral tweet that's very funny, has nothing to do with business, you click on it, underneath it, there are businesses promoting themselves and also generating the likes and the feedback that they would if, you know, they wouldn't get if they were just posting on their own. So utilize the influencers and the big tweets and the funny tweets to your advantage. If you see something or a keyword that reminds you of it in there, don't be afraid to plug your business underneath it and get those 
just people coming to your website. On Twitter, you have the ability to link um, when you are posting a thread or you are posting anything on the app and they can go automatically to your website, shop from you right then and there after seeing your little promo or advertisement on their timeline. So it's really cool. And Twitter gives you a lot of opportunity to grow too. So back to what I was saying about brand voice, finding your brand voice is truly one of the most important things that you can do. You need to know what story you're telling your customers. I kind of talked about that in the New Year New Business Approach podcast episode, but you, you need a story to tell your business owner, I mean, your business customers. No good business started without a story. And it doesn't have to be a complex story or a Oscar-worthy story, a story as simple as you were a mom with a dream, you were a college student with the resources, whatever it is or whatever vision you have, be able to share your story and that can help you a lot in digital marketing. So now I want to kind of go a little bit deeper into why digital marketing is so important. Because of the pandemic, Many customers have started choosing to shop online. I've noticed that a lot. You guys have noticed that a lot. So that's why it's so important to market your business in the digital presence on the internet. It's just a necessity to grow in a modern business. It's not like it used to be. My grandmother opened her brick and mortar back in 1988. Back in 1988, marketing consisted of posting in the town newspaper um, using a lot of construction paper and decorating the window to attract people that way and maybe even putting it on the radio and word of mouth that was the best marketing back in 1988 it's now 2022 and the best marketing you can do is absolutely free it doesn't cost you the newspaper fee it doesn't cost you the radio fee it doesn't cost you the construction paper cost the best marketing you can do can be done for free. All you have to do is start that social media page, get on Pinterest, talk to your customers, and boom, there you go. And another thing, I want to detour for a quick second just to talk to my resellers who are listening. If you are a reseller who specifically sells on a platform, so if you sell on Etsy, Depop, Poshmark, Mercari, those types of platforms, Curtsy, you already have a leg up. You do not have to have a single social media site to your name to be successful on those types of platforms. But marketing is still required to be successful. Marketing comes in so many different shapes and forms. Marketing comes in the form of good presentation. Marketing comes in the form of good communication. Marketing comes in the form of having a neat business shop. When it comes to selling on a reselling platform or selling on an already generated site for you like Etsy, um, the customers will come to you because they're already loyal to the company that you are selling on. You now have to work to get the customers to buy from you. If you are selling a vintage jacket on Depop, thousands of people are also selling vintage jackets on Depop. You need to give them a reason why they should shop from you. Make sure your presentation of your shop is up to par. Make sure your communication with your customers is above and beyond. Market yourself as a business that they should buy from. 
You don't even have to have a social media platform for that because it's already built in. The customers will already come to you because they already use those apps. All you have to do is make sure you are marketed enough and good enough so that people will trust you and buy from you, especially if you're in the early stages of your business. Marketing is is key because you don't have the opportunity for people to just look at your reviews, your shop reviews, or, you know, the feedback that you get. You have a, you start from scratch, but you still have the opportunity to get those people. And in that form, digital marketing will then flip over to presentation marketing. Presentation marketing is just important. You need to make sure you put up a good storefront. You need to make sure you have clear, clean photos. You need to make sure everything looks in place, intact, and nice for your customer to make them want to buy from you. Marketing is how you show yourself to the outside world. Marketing in, is your in your business is how you show your business to the outside world. How do you want to market your business? Who do you want to buy from your business? By marketing on social media, you do have the opportunity to give your customers a little glimpse outside of the platforms to get to know you better, to get to know your styles better, to get to know what they're going to get better. But you don't always have to have social media. However, in this episode, I'm always going to advocate for social media, especially Pinterest. As someone who has gotten viral on Pinterest, I'm always going to advocate how good Pinterest can be for your business because I've seen it blow up my business. And with that being said, Digital marketing is, in a sense, built into those selling apps, but you do still have to do the legwork to make sure that customers want to buy from you and only you. So, why is it so important to utilize social media? Statistically, 58% of the world's population uses at least one social media platform. And if you use If you live in the United States of America, about 70% of our population uses at least one social media platform. Everyone who is anyone uses social media. I don't know too many people who have no social media presence at all. I think the only person I know is my grandfather, and he is very passionate about why he chooses not to ever have a social media presence. But for the most part, anybody who is honestly under the age of 75, they have a social media presence in today's world. Social media helps you get jobs. It helps you grow your business. It helps you learn in school. There are some classes I cannot fit. I cannot do. I cannot finish if I don't have social media to know what's going on, to know what I can write about and turn in for my classes. Social media is just what is big in the world. So with that being said, if everybody is on it, everyone you know is on it, why not put your business on it? When you think about it, your business will only be helped by using social media. It costs you nothing to start an Instagram page. It costs you nothing to take a couple photos before you send out an order to show people what they will get. It costs nothing to post on Pinterest. It costs nothing to advocate for your business under a Twitter thread. It costs nothing to start that Facebook group. Whatever it is, it doesn't cost anything on social media. There are some things that cost, like using ads. And ads, I will advocate for ads. I will talk about that a little bit more in the rest of this podcast. But I do advocate for Facebook and Instagram ads because I have seen it work for me, especially if you have a brick and mortar. But 
e-commerce, I wouldn't necessarily advocate for that. Anyways, it does not cost you anything to get that social media platform running. And I know I've talked about how to use social media to grow your business or whatever, but digital marketing goes beyond social media in some realms too. And I talked about that with the selling platforms of having your digital presence also being just as important as your social media marketing. But with that being said, social media is so helpful in today's world. And that's why I want you guys to get onto it. And that's why I want you guys to use it to market your business. Gone are the days where you have to pay for a billboard in order to get 100 new customers in. All you have to do is simply post a TikTok, have your site or your platform or your page listed in the link of the TikTok. Tell the people in the comments, if you like this, check out my website, check out my platform, check out my Depop, and then boom, 100 new customers that back in the day a billboard would have cost you thousands to do and to get. So with social media, you need to be on it. About 70% of the United States population and about 58% of the entire world's population is on social media. So why is your business not? So I want to do a little rapid rundown of growing on social media. It's a lot to just talk about it, but I want to give you actual feasible tips that you can use to grow on social media. An old-fashioned form of marketing that has withstood the test of time, and it is very simple and very easy. And that is nothing other than business cards. Business cards are an easy, small, and effective way to market your business and get your name out there and also impress your customers within the first glance of looking at it. There are so many different recyclable and renewable and sustainable ways that you can get business cards printed. Just go on the internet. There are so many ways you can do that um, if you're environmentally conscious. Um, even if you're not, there's still so many ways that you can make the change to do that. And also, I just, I love the feel of business cards. I have a couple business cards in my wallet of random businesses. I like to just keep business cards and I love the first presentation. If you have a business card, you have the presentation right then and right there to show you what they're all about on a tiny piece of paper. Some people say business cards are worthless. I beg to differ. A lot of the people who say that business cards are worthless, they mean it in a professional aspect. If you are a lawyer and you're talking to someone, no one wants your business card. People just want your website. They want to be able to do whatever and go ahead and book you right then and there. That's when I would say, yes, a business card is not helpful. However, when someone orders from your shop, I always, always, always advocate for having a business card within that package or having your business card on you when someone asks what you do those times, all those times I've gone to the post office with Ikea bags full of stuff and people ask me, well, what do you do? What do you sell? Where do you sell? And I have my business card right there on me. There you go. Boom. That's when a business card is very necessary for you. Um, when you're opening, when you're shipping a package, I know for me, when I ship my mystery boxes or when I ship my t-shirts or sweatshirts, to have it right there in someone's face, the business card, and then you see the product that you ordered. It jogs their memory of where they got it. Some people order so much they don't know where they got stuff from, and you want to remind them who to leave a review for and where to order again if you are interested. Business cards are an easy form of marketing and a really small form and cheap form of marketing. 
The website that I currently use for business cards, I always recommend you to find the cheapest option. If you can find the cheapest option, do not spend more than you should on business cards because business cards are meant to be a small investment for your business. Do not break the bank on business cards because a lot of your customers will end up throwing them away. There are a few that won't, but there are a lot that will. So do not waste money on something like that. Make sure you can get the best deal possible for your business cards. And that is why I use gotprint.com. G-O-T-P-R-I-N-T.com. Gotprint has really great prices. Um, I think you can get 500 standard one one page um, business cards for $8.99 plus shipping. It's really good. I know Vistaprint used to have amazing deals, but they got rid of their really good deals for some reason. But I recommend you getting business cards right now. If you sell a good quantity and you are, or you're planning to sell a good quantity of stuff, get business cards. Come up with that business name and get business cards. Treat your reseller business like you would a normal business. Treat your brick and mortar or your e-commerce, treat your e-commerce business like you would a brick and mortar. Get those business cards in there. You don't have to have too much on it. Put your name. I always put thank you so much for your purchase. Follow our Instagram at the cheap teak. Boom. There you go. An easy, effective, and cheap business card that still looks good. I personally love business cards. I like collecting them, and a lot of other people do too. It reminds you of where you got something and where you can return if you want it again. So that's just my two cents on business cards. Business cards are not dead. They'll never be dead. And if you are taking your business serious, you need to try out business cards. And you don't even have to buy a lot. There are so many different quantities you can get of business cards. You don't have to start out with the 500. You can start. Some places allow you to get 50. Some allow you 100, 250, 500, 1,000, whatever quantity you want to get, whatever you expect to sell. Get business cards to, one, thank your customer, and two, remind your customer who you are, what your business is, and where they can find you. So, That is it for my marketing 101 podcast episode. This is a really fun episode for me to utilize everything that I've kind of learned in college, like I talked about before. I do kind of want to do a separate episode about everything I've learned in college because I've taken public relations, advertising, entrepreneurship, all those types of classes. That's going to be a completely separate episode, but this is just marketing period, marketing 101, how marketing can relate to the reseller and small business owner world. Because marketing sometimes feels like it's just, when you learn about marketing, it just kind of feels like it's geared towards the big companies, the Coca-Cola and Pepsis of the world. But marketing is just as important for the resellers and the e-commerce and the tiny, tiny small business owners out there. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can follow the podcast Instagram at thrifting8easypod. I absolutely love when you guys follow me on there and reach out to me on various platforms. And because of that, I hope I am not embarrassing you, but I did get reached out to by a lovely listener on Depop. She found my Depop, followed me on there, and told me how much she loved my podcast, so I want to shout her out. If you guys are interested in some real Really, really cute, sustainably sourced clothing. Check out Flower Creek 
thrift. She is an absolute sweetheart and a listener to this podcast. And if you are listening right now, thank you so much for just chatting with me on Depop. That was really fun. Also, if you guys want to chat with me anywhere, honestly, I don't care at this point. I've never had anybody hit me up on Depop. So that was definitely a first time. But if you want to chat with me on Instagram, that's welcome. Depop, whatever you want to do. I love talking to listeners and just getting feedback from you guys. But thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I will be back to my regularly, I hate saying that word, you guys, my regularly scheduled Thursday episodes. Um, yeah, this is just a kind of out of the blue Sunday night episode, but I hope you guys enjoy. And I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.